Welcome back. This is the In All Wisdom podcast, a podcast dedicated to wisdom for life. I am Jim Donnelly, your host. Today's podcast is the third in this series, Ecclesiastes Amplified, a collection of wise words, which is the title of my book that will be published this fall, 2023. Intended audience, the assembly of God's people. The name Kohelet is vitally linked to its root word kahal, meaning assembly or congregation. Kahal refers to the people of God gathered together as one body. Thus, Kohelet, the assembler, was writing to the assembly, the people of God. In his day, this constituted the people of Israel. In our day, it extends to all who are of the house of David through Messiah. Old Testament leaders on important occasions gathered Israel together, most often for worship or instruction. Moses, Joshua, David, and Solomon, and other assemblers gathered Israel together to invite its people to offer items for building the tabernacle, read them the law, offer a farewell address, or dedicate the temple to the Lord. The assembler's role was to act as an under-shepherd and point the people to worship of the true shepherd of our souls, knowing that it was the propensity of man to sin against God. Indeed, the history of God's people is sadly filled with stories of their idolatry and resulting tragedy it brought about in their lives and nation. When we trace Kahal through Kings and Chronicles, it takes us to the assemblies called by David and Solomon, both of whom had the same reason for gathering God's people together, to proclaim God's sovereignty as Israel's true king and his covenant loyalty regarding the promise of his coming Messiah. When the people of Israel first elected to have a king, Samuel gathered them together and reminded them that God was their true king. See 1 Samuel 11. Dr. Robert Vinoy writes that the central issue in the chapter is not the legitimization of David's kingship, but rather David's public recognition of the kingship of Yahweh. It was a means of expressing the renewal of covenant fellowship between Yahweh and his people after a period of time in which Yahweh's kingship had been eclipsed by that of human, the human ruler Saul. One of the most important Old Testament assemblies took place when Solomon called the people together to dedicate the temple to the Lord. In the narrative of this assembly, God's focus on his gathered people was clear, as in the noun kahal is found five times, see 1 Kings 8, and its verb form twice, see 1 Kings 8 also. At the climax of this assembly, the priests and the Levitical singers cried out in unified praise to God, He is good, indeed, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Second Chronicles 5.13 This powerful proclamation rang in the ears of the assembly as a great silence followed, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. 
While the underlying message of all the Old Testament assemblies was that God, not Moses or David or Solomon, was the true ruler of over his people. The temple dedication made clear as well that when people sinned, the Lord knew they would. Although he would punish them, he would never remove his love from them. God would always extend mercy and grace toward his people if they would return to him. See 1 Kings 8, 28-53. The assemblies presided over by David and Solomon were also rooted in God's promise of a future Messiah who would be deity and who would rule righteously, justly, and perfectly as both David and Solomon failed to do. See 2 Samuel 7, and 23, and Psalm 72. These kings knew that unblemished covenantal relationship would only be completely realized when God himself entered human history in the person of Jesus to sit on the throne of his father David, humanly speaking, and to rule in righteousness and justice forever. Matthew 1, Luke 1, Revelation 22. Not only would the Messiah rule justly, but he would also create a way whereby man could receive forgiveness for sin if he would turn to God in repentance. Jesus used the word kahal, translated ekklesia in the Greek language, before his death. He said to Peter, Upon this rock I will build my church, ekklesia, slash kahal, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. See Matthew sixteen eighteen. After his resurrection, he wrote through the Apostle John his last prophetic words. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. Ecclesia, kahal. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star, See Revelation 22.16. We see clearly in these statements that Christ is the ultimate king over his people. We see as well that the assembly of God is made up not only of Israel, but also all those from every nation who worship the God of Israel through Messiah. The coming of Messiah to rule over his kahal filled Solomon's mind, as we know from Psalm 72. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon proclaimed a messianic hope in urging his readers not to fall into idolatry as he had, but rather to worship and obey the King of Kings as they eagerly awaited his coming kingdom. In using the pen name Kohelet, Solomon expected his audience to listen first, think second. Simply listening to the name without translating it takes us to places and times in Israel's history and to God's original intent for his people to make Israel a company, kahal, of nations, Genesis 35.11. In other words, a nation that gathers people from all nations into the assembly of God. With his pen name, Solomon was renewing his acceptance of God's kingship over him, over Israel, and over the nations, and renewing his dedication to his role as the wisest assembler still living in his day. 
his ensuing words in the book of Ecclesiastes, written not just to Israel, but to every person, chapter 12, verse 13, point his readers to God as sovereign ruler over all mankind, full of mercy and unfailing love and his coming Son. In light of Christ's soon return, yes, I am coming quickly, Revelation 22.20, and the brevity of life on this earth, Solomon instructed God's people to walk in the light of God's instruction and loving kindness so that they might avoid the judgment associated with idolatry and live joyful, purposeful, meaningful lives during their brief life under the sun. Ecclesiastes 5.18 and 8.15. We have come to the end of today's In All Wisdom podcast, a podcast dedicated to wisdom for life. Thank you for listening. Please join us again in this series called Ecclesiastes Amplified, a collection of wise words. Episode number four, Amplified by Scripture with Jim Donnelly, your host.